Well, good morning to each one. It's a blessing to be together again this morning after a good night of sleep, and um, trust you're all trust you're all well refreshed and um, ready for another day of blessing from God. I um, am enjoying my time here so far, and um, very much enjoying the weather as well. I haven't seen snow for probably about five years, so this is a real treat to get to see snow falling, and uh, it's so beautiful. just reminds me of the grandeur of God and the splendor. Um, if, if these things are so beautiful, I can't imagine what heaven will be like. It'll be very glorious. I'd like to uh, just draw our minds a little bit to the Word this morning, and um, I'd like to talk a little bit about obedience as disciples of Jesus Christ, and our what what God is expecting of us as far as obedience. Um, I have a little story here that I want to read at the end. It's kind of it's sort of simple and maybe a little bit um, elementary, you could say, but it illustrates the point well, and so I'd like to read that at the end. But first, I'd like to look in Luke chapter 6, verse 46 to 49. Um, well, we're just going to read verse 46 and 47 to start off with. Luke chapter 6, verse 46. He says, And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. I'd like to look just at a... There's three things there in verse 47 I'd like to to look at there. He says, Whosoever cometh to me... So we have the coming, and then we have the hearing, whosoever heareth, and then whosoever doeth. There's... I think many of us, we, in our lives we come to God we hear what God is saying we hear His Word being preached but we often fall short when it comes to doing and that is really where it comes to obedience in our lives is in the doing part we we hear, we come, we hear but we don't obey we go our way and we we kind of yeah, we want to serve God, but we're not really willing to do what, what God is asking of us at, to be a disciple of His. And I think that is very, very important. Um, I'm sure that we all know that, but many times I think it's good for us to be reminded to do. We come to a, a week like this and we hear. We come and we hear. We come and we hear. We come and we hear. But what are we going to do with what we are hearing? Are we going to obey? Are we going to follow Christ? Are we going to apply these things to our lives and do what God is asking of us to do? And in verse 48, he says, He likens a man that, a man that is obedient, he likens him to someone that is building a house and that person digs deep and he lays the foundation on a rock. And when the floods arise and the stream beats vehemently upon the house, it cannot shake it because it's founded upon the rock. And I was, I was just 
thinking about that verse and there was a few few things there that stuck out to me. One of them was he's building a house. Each of us is building a house. Every one of us is building a house. And we're either going to be obedient and do and be likened unto this man that is building our house upon a rock or we're going to come and hear only and stop there and we're going to be like the man that builds his house upon the earth and his house falls. Um, I was thinking about digging deep. What What does that mean, digging deep? And I just was thinking about a few things. Um, when we obey, it's it's like we when someone is coming to Christ, they come and they hear and they begin to dig. They begin to dig and to find the rock, Christ. We have to dig to find Christ. We cannot just come and hear and expect that we're going to find Christ. We have to dig. We have to obey. Um, we dig deep to rid our lives of sin to find the rock you got to get rid of the dirt that's there you got get got to get rid of the filth that's there to get down onto the rock you got to dig once we find the rock we begin to build on the foundation and if the foundation is not laid our house will fall the foundations to me seems like the first the first building block the first stone that needs to be laid on that foundation is being born again by the Spirit of God. And another one I was thinking of was thinking of was confessing, confessing our sin. It's one of the foundations of our house that will give us a good foundation. We get down to the rock. We need to be born again. We need to confess. We need to make restitution. And then we need to confess Christ publicly. Those are all foundations of our house that will will help our house to stand. Um, good foundations make for a good house. And I thought of, you know, after after you have a good foundation, then you can build your house, and it's sort of like bearing fruit. As we build our house, we're bearing fruit in our lives. And we don't, we don't, when we're going to build a house, we don't go and put up the roof first and somehow, you know, suspend it in midair. We... We always start with the foundation. We dig, we dig deep. We we go, we start at the bottom and then we work our way up. And as we're going, as we're building in our lives, it's like we're bearing fruit to make a, a beautiful house for Christ. Um, those that are disobedient, those that just come and hear and then they go on their way and they don't do what God is asking of them, they are only hearers, they're not doers. Those those people, when the storms come, even though the house may look ever so beautiful on the outside, but they will be undermined and the house will fall. And I'd just like to, to ask you to look into your heart this morning and see where you're at. Have you laid the foundations? Have you dug deep and found that rock, Christ Jesus? Is your life bearing fruit? Is your house going to stand when the storms come? God asks of us many things, but He he wants just simple obedience is most important to Him. Obedience is beautiful. Obedience brings blessing to our lives. James 1 verse 25 says, 
Whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. Obedience brings complete freedom in our lives. Revelation 5.19 says, for as, one by, for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Obedience brings complete freedom into our lives. Do you want to be successful in your life? Do you want to do you want to have a successful Christian life and a successful spiritual life? A successful physical life, excuse me. Joshua 1 verse 8 says, "This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein." For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. We cannot prosper in our lives without obedience. We cannot prosper physically or spiritually without obedience to God. God is asking us to just simply obey. As we're, as we're here this week, let's remember that. Let's remember to obey what we're hearing. To dig deep, to find Christ, to lay the foundations and then to build that house and go on with Christ. I want to read this story to you yet. It's called The Rock. A man was sleeping at night in his cabin when suddenly the room filled with light and the Savior appeared. The Lord told the man he had work for him to do and showed him a large rock in front of his cabin. The Lord explained that the man was to push against the rock with all his strength. This the man did day after day. For many years he toiled from sun up to sun down. His shoulders set squarely against the cold, massive surface of the unmoving rock, pushing, pushing it with all his strength. Each night the man returned to his cabin, sore and worn out, feeling that his whole day had been spent in vain. Seeing that the man was showing signs of discouragement, the adversary decided to enter the picture by placing thoughts into the man's weary mind. You have been pushing against this rock for a long time and it hasn't budged. Why kill yourself over this? You are never going to move it. Thus giving the man the impression that the task was impossible and that he was a failure. These troubled thoughts discouraged and disheartened the man. Why kill myself over this, he thought. I'll just put in my time, giving just the minimum effort, and that will be good enough. That was what he planned to do, until one day he decided to make it a matter of prayer and take his thoughts to the Lord. Lord, he said, I have labored long and hard in your service, putting all my strength to do that which you have asked. Yet, after all this time, I have not even been able to make that rock budge. What is wrong? Why am I failing? The Lord responded compassionately, My child, when I asked you to serve me and you accepted, I told you that your task was to push against that rock with all your strength, which you have done. Never did I say to you that I expected you to move it. Your task was to push, and now you come to me with your strength spent. 
thinking that you have failed. But is that really so? Look at yourself. Your arms are strong and muscled. Your back sinewy and brown. Your hands are callous from constant pressure. And your legs have become massive and hard. Through opposition you have grown much and your abilities now surpass that which you used to have. Yet you haven't moved the rock. Your calling, though, was to be obedient and to push, to exercise your faith and trust in my wisdom. This you have done, and now I, my child, will move the rock. At times when we hear a word from God, we tend to use our own intellect to decipher what He wants, when what God actually wants is simple obedience and faith in Him. Exercise by all means the faith that moves mountains, but remember that it is still God who will move those mountains. As Oswald Chambers said, God does not call us to be successful, only faithful. Just like to encourage you all with that this morning. Remember, as you push on the rock, you may never move it. I feel that way sometimes down in Haiti. Feel like you're pushing on a great big rock. And and it seems like after years and years and years you never move it. But God wants us to be faithful. When he asks us to to push, just push. Just in simple obedience and faith, do that and God God will move the mountain for you. Let's pray. Our Father, this morning we thank you for this beautiful day that you have blessed us with. Lord, thank you for the beauty of your creation. Father, I pray that you would just allow your word to sink into our hearts today, Lord. Help us, Lord, to come and to hear and to do. Lord, help us to have that simple obedience and faith in you, Lord, to believe that you you understand God and you know why you have asked us to do what you have asked us, Lord. Help us not to question, but to just obey. Father, I pray that this day would be a blessing for each one here. I pray, Father, that Your Spirit would just brood over us, Lord, and that You would just allow Your Word to sink into our hearts and to take root and to grow into a beautiful tree to bear fruit for You, Father. Lord, I pray to you now for the food that is prepared for us. Lord, I ask that You would bless it Bless those, Lord, that have labored hard and long to prepare it. And Father, just help us to remember to obey. We pray this all in Jesus' name.